All right, so welcome to another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. We're talking with Josh Green today. You probably know Josh from uh, a, a, well, we won't even say the name of that past publication unless he wants to, but Josh has got something new going on. So I'm going to let Josh talk about uh, Urbanize and uh, make sure I got the name right. So Josh, how are you doing today? Good, Mitch. What's going on, man? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. So did, did I get the name right? It's Urbanize. Is that correct? Yeah, Urbanize Atlanta. Urbanize Atlanta. Okay. And this is part of what's what's going to be a uh, a chain or a a series of urbanized sites around the country, right? Uh, yeah. In fact, it already is. Um, in the last couple of weeks, um, Atlanta's was the first one out of the gate to kind of branch off of the original site, uh, Urbanize Los Angeles. And then I was the guinea pig, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> I volunteered to go first um, to, to branch out and do, and do a, a second city site. Right. Um, just kind of itching to go. I was just kind of, um, it was a new year, you know, a new thing, a new, it's kind of a new time, new administration. And right, right. I, just, I was ready to go. Everybody else was kind of uh, busy in other cities and things like that. And I just said, I'll do it. And, uh, you know, kind of, just ate the the growing pains that, that come along with that. Um, but since that had happened, that, that was only two two weeks ago yesterday. And since Atlanta's went live, um, we're now live in uh, fellow Sunbelt City, Austin, Texas. There's an urbanized Austin, um, urbanized Detroit. And um, as of earlier this week, there's urbanized New York City right now. All right. So, so let's go back a step. So tell me, what is urbanized? What, what's, what's the concept? What's the focus? Uh, well, it was born um, in a very similar way to uh, where I, the site I used to, to edit, uh, the rhymes was blurb to Fanta, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a curb family of, of city sites that grew up over, God, like 17 years before the plug was pulled. Um, but it was born of um, a passion among people for uh, their urban environment and the changes and, uh, and how it impacts people's lives, um, you know, the physical evolution of these cities, these dynamic cities around the country. Um, that's exactly how Urbanized Los Angeles was born in about six years ago, I believe. Um, just a couple of young guys put it together and they've slowly gotten more organized over the last few years. Um, brought on a, a CEO within the last um, maybe six months or, or 10 months or so. Um, and they were planning. Um, it was really kind of catching on. They, they were getting a lot of, you know, uh, movers and shakers to come on to podcasts and things. And, and it was just kind of growing and maturing to something um, uh, more complex and, and rich. Um, and they, they had plans to start branching out across the country anyway. And then, you know, when when the pandemic started and, and uh, you know, cities with curb sites and curb editors started falling, um, they knew the time was right to, to get moving with that. So. All right. So, so I, I've looked at the site, but, and I'll, I'll probably add in some, some graphics to the site as, as when I edit this in, but kind of talk me through kind of what kinds of stories are you going to be doing? And, and if it makes sense, what kinds of stories do you not want, are you not going to be doing just so folks are clear about what you are and what you're not? Sure. Yeah. Um, the, the focus is going to be on, it has to relate in some way to the built environment, to, to architecture, to 
uh, transportation to things like the Beltline um, to housing affordability. We're keeping we're keeping tabs on on all these things uh, kind of through that lens and um, looking into what's happening in Atlanta now and where it's headed. Uh, won't be doing uh, much in the way of politics, you know, um, unless it unless it directly relates to those kind of topics I'm talking about: architecture, development, real estate, commercial real estate mainly, also residential real estate, um, transportation, um, you know, and, and kind of avoiding crime and, and, and things like that. And okay. unless there's you know some sort of really specific um, reason to do that. Um, it, it'll probably differentiate and curb from curb, at least the, the local side that we had going um, in a way where there was a, a lot more focus on uh, uh, residential real estate. Um, we'll, we'll be doing that and, and, and it'll evolve over time, but but at least at, at, off the bat, that, that might be kind of a, a bit of a difference between the two. Okay. So kind of kind of going back to you a little bit. So what what is your background and what kind of got you to this this kind of focus because I mean, you've been in this focus for a while yeah i mean I've, I've covered everything in my uh what 17 year career as a, a journalist from baby pageants to uh you know quadruple homicides you know and everything in between um but in this particular realm you know i i, I grew up in the midwest and kind of a uh you know a, a good wholesome but let's be honest, decaying Rust Belt City. And I was always fascinated by these dynamic um, growing metropolises every time we passed through on vacations and things. And especially, um, it's funny, when we went, the first real vacation was to Florida and we passed through Atlanta. And I said, what, look at this. this. This place is beautiful. This, this, is, this is wild. And I was always kind of fascinated by it and ended up 15 years ago, uh, 13 years ago, getting a chance to move down here with with uh, my now wife um, and ended up working for the Gwinnett Daily Post covering crime out there for a few years, um, getting, getting my foot in the market. And then um, the curb opportunity popped up um, in 2012. And I, I became editor then um, and always on the side. It was um, I've been writing for Atlanta magazine on basically all topics for, for a decade now. Um, so yeah, one thing led to another and, and curbed was just kind of a, I thought I'd stick with it for a year, to be honest with you. <laughs> and, uh, it was just, just kind of something to, to kind of, you know, uh, uh, get a foot, a foothold in the freelance game, um, you know, a, a part-time job. Um, but it really kind of took off, especially in Atlanta, um, something clicked, um, that, that, I mean, there's a special passion for the city and what's happening, um, and it, it all kind of coincided with the the the, uh, the birth of the Bell Line and things like Pont City Market. They all it all kind of coalesced around when when Curb Atlanta was really starting, and there, there was a sort of serendipity going on. And and um, yeah, it really it really took off. So next thing I know, it was a full time job, and until uh, yeah, last April. So so far so and and so far so good with the new one, right? Yeah, it's two weeks yeah. old, but. But uh, I, I mean, you know, I, I was kind of hell bent when I got the call that you know a global pandemic is starting and, and you're, you're, you no longer have a job. That that all that work for Curb wasn't going to go to waste. You know, all the all that experience and all that kind of trust that 
had built up in, in readers um, across Metro Atlanta. Um, you know, one day somehow I was going to hopefully be able to put that to use. So we're just busy now just trying to spread the word basically. Um, that's something in that same vein is, is back. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, and I mean, they're showing, I mean, there's some slowdown in certain areas in, in growth, but a lot of demand also. And I, I think we're going to see some interesting things with commercial real estate. Once we, people start having the option of going back to work, it'd be interesting to see if people really go back to work in, in those big buildings or not. Right. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's definitely something we're going to be trying. I mean, I just, just uh, two hours ago, I just put together a story. I was talking with um, the real estate group that's, it's running the, the Flatiron, the, the iconic Flatiron building downtown, which is completely switched. It's, it's um, you know, protocol to, to allow, for, it's basically becoming just one gigantic co-working space where, where you can rent, you can rent space in there for just a few hours, as little as a few hours, um, which, which, you know, is all, uh, you know, kind of points in the direction. I, I think the pivot that a lot of people are going to have to take, but one thing that's good about Atlanta um, is that it never really, you know, stopped the momentum wise. I was talking to Tim Keen, um, the city's planning director for a magazine story a couple weeks ago. And, and during a global pandemic last year, Atlanta saw more than $5 billion in real estate investment, um, which beats the record set in 2018. It didn't quite get to, to the record that the all-time city record in the history of Atlanta set in 2019, but during a global pandemic, it almost got there um, in terms of investment dollars, which is, I think is just incredible um, and says a lot for uh, the potential people see in the city, but it's also, you know, um, with change comes problems and, and that's also something we'll be taking a look at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the issues of kind of economic disparity and some of the, those kinds of issues as, as we urbanize are, are not, are not going away. Exactly. Um, so what are some topics? I think you touched on a few of them, but are there some specific topics you've got in your, in your head that you want to touch on as you kind of plan out the next couple of months? There's, yeah, I tell you, but I don't want to get scooped by everybody else. Okay. Uh, no, that's that's <laughs> fair. That's that's fair. All right. Well, well no, well, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, well, no, that that's okay because I've had some some journalists tell me, you know, I can tell you, but I don't want exactly that. They don't want to get scooped. Um, yeah. Then, then, so that's okay if you don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> no, there, there's a lot of cool things uh, that are just kind of below the surface right now um, that I think collectively are going to start helping to kind of differentiate Atlanta, um, you know, that the, the coming together of these Beltline segments and, and how that's going to change the city is going to be fascinating to watch, you know. Um, there's so many little pieces of it scattered about um, that are, uh, you know, great in a way, but also problematic for, for people who've had their rents jacked up or um, can't afford to live where they want to live anymore. Just to see how it all plays out and all mixes together, it's right. going to be fascinating. Right. So, so let's switch to kind of a kind of the the fun part of the of the segment here, as they say. So, what what's something kind of fun and different about you that people might not know about, and that could be a, a hobby or something something you like to collect or something kind of cool and fun about you that people might not know. Um, yeah, I, the first thing that comes to mind. I I mean, it, I don't know if it's surprising, but I guess it's 
because it's kind of the same vein as my other my day job is that I, I've always kind of made stuff up and, and written fiction um, and was a put together a, a book a few years ago that got a nice book tour and um, some some cool accolades um, and I had a really good agent in New York who who decided to leave the business uh, <laughs> a couple years ago so currently shopping for another one I've got a, I've got a, a couple novel manuscripts on people's desks up there and a lot of people pull them for me who like them so what was what was the one that was that you're talking about that was published it's a book it's a, a collection of short stories actually it's called Dirtyville Rhapsodies um, okay. it was by it's off of a, an indie press out of uh, Washington DC um, and uh, yeah it was it was really cool um, all right it, all right so so the, the, the lightning round of questions now. So what's the last book that you have, that you've read that you want to talk about? Uh, I read the goldfinch by Donna Tart. Um, a few months ago, finished that. Um, All right. Uh, favorite Atlanta restaurant. Daddy D's barbecue. <laughs> ah, good, good choice. Uh, favorite guilty pleasure. Uh, Bjork. Bjork. Okay. That's good. Uh, so, what local favorite local getaway somewhere you, you guys like to go and get away from it all? Um, man, I, I'd say just anywhere um, accessible on my my bike, and you know, it, across the city, I love exploring Atlanta by bike. Yep, yep. I've I've been biking around a lot lately too. Found some. There's, there's an awesome collection of bike trails around the city. You, you can go a long way. You're not kidding. Yeah. Um, okay. Favorite non-work hobby? Um, does uh, craft beer consumption, does that, is that a hobby? Does that count? Sure. That can be a hobby. Do, that, do, do, do you make craft beers in addition to drinking them? No, it'd probably be cheaper if I did. But uh, <laughs> no, uh, that, if that's a pastime, that, that's, that's something. Uh, playing with my little daughters. I got a couple of daughters and we um, have a good time. That is, yeah, kid, kids are usually uh, a, a, a good non-work hobby. Mine are a little bit older, but uh, you, got, you got younger ones that's going to take up a little time and definitely be a, a, fun, uh, a fun, part of your, fun and busy part of your life. Absolutely, yeah, six and nine, so. Ah, good, good age. They're, they're not uh, obnoxious teenagers yet. Yeah, I've heard about that. <laughs> I'm, sure you're, I'm sure yours won't be. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, it'll it'll be fine. What could go like wrong? Like me, they'll. Uh, I'm in misery. <laughs> I'll tell you that. So. All right, so so what's tell? And I'll put. I'm going to put the. I'll put the website in here too. But uh, tell me, tell tell everybody the the website for the new for the new site. Yeah, it's uh, it's urbanized Atlanta. Um, it's so new, I can't even think of exactly what the URL URL is off the top of my head. Uh, All right, I'll 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 find it. I, I looked at it yesterday. Urbanized.city slash Atlanta. Urbanized.city slash Atlanta. Okay, cool. All right. That's awesome. Well, this this is great. Um, Anything else we haven't talked about about the site that that you want to talk about? This is my classic uh, open-ended final question. Sure, yeah. uh, The lifeblood of a site like this is is tips and ideas from from the city um, coming in. at this point, it's a one-person operation. I hope to, you know, grow it and, and bring on a lot, especially with my journalism friends, um, to bring them on and, and have them help me out. That's my dream. Um, and, and to really start uh, tackling some more complex topics and, 
and uh, go more in depth with some things um, as soon as possible. Um, photographers too. Um, all this, I hope to, I hope to in a way, um, you know, use it as a tool to, to to help. Like I said, friends that I've I've met over the years here in Atlanta. Um, especially coming off a time of, uh, you know, losing one's job in a miserable uh, era. Um, I, I know the sting of that. And yeah. let's hope we never don't have to go back there again. So. All right. So if folks want to get in touch with you, best way, email is a good way to get you. Yeah, man. Uh, Josh.green. Uh, no, Josh. No, jg.atlantanews um, at gmail.com. I've got a website. Okay. It's got all that. It's got Twitter and everything else. Um, okay. Uh, so what's the, what's, the, what's the Twitter handle? It's uh, at Josh Green one two three four, which is okay. just moronic. Why I picked that, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> one of the things that's cool is that the, I just finished the uh, Atlanta Magazine's uh, April issue is a is a an issue devoted to real estate, and uh, got. A lot of work. I, I kind of led the package and put that together. And there, there's a feature story on on uh, an architect who's really cool. Um, it, it's a unique story. And then there's a whole just for, we went at it from every facet of what's going on right now in Atlanta, kind of a year into the pandemic. What migration patterns of people who moved to the burbs or the opposite direction? People who sold their their massive house and came in. Just, just this huge huge scope of a thing that's Atlanta Magazine. Um, in April, that's going to be coming out. So, be cool. Yeah, I think we've got one or two of our Gizweta folks, business school folks, in that one, right? I think. You, oh yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's. I think we talked about that. Um, awesome. Okay, so are we, and, and I expect as you go, you'll have a, a a Twitter handle for the for the for Urbanized to you know, Urbanized Atlanta or something like that. Yeah, Maybe it's floating there. around now. Uh, I can tell you what it is, but it, it, it's live now. You can, you can look it up via Twitter. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll find that and, and add that in there as a, as a text on the bottom here. Yeah, it's so just at, it's at Urbanize ATL. Really simple. That's the Twitter. Uh, there you go. That's the way to do it. Yeah. All right, Josh, I, I appreciate it. It's been great talking to you. So uh, I uh, going to put this all together and have this out probably uh, over the weekend so folks can hear, but I'll give you a heads up when it, uh, when it's when it's up and running sounds great uh, well, thanks for thanks everybody for tuning in to another edition of our four questions journalist spotlight look for us uh, on sunday or maybe saturday if i get get it done sooner and uh, every week uh, look for it on the weekends thanks josh appreciate it mitch take it easy